0: With Devin Vassell out for surgery, it's time to bring in the doctor. You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's Morphin' Time. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Monday, everybody. We get you started here. Work week right here on On Spurs. And what are we talking about today? Devin Vassell's injury slash surgery. In case you did not know, the Spurs have announced that Vassell will be out indefinitely as they're going to take care of that troubling left knee. Dr. Ryan McCorkle, frequent guest here, weekly guest here, will be diving into that topic He'll give us his overall thoughts and then get into the nitty-gritty. What exactly is the procedure that Vassell, uh, by this time, I believe... No, no, no. He's is, is ahead. Yeah. He still has days ahead, so what is he going to take? And then get into some uh NFL injury news that's been across the sports world. Let's go ahead and bring him on. He is Dr. Ryan McCorkle making his weekly visit here. And, whoo, this is a doozy one.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be on with you. We've got a lot to talk about
0: this week. Thanks for having me again, Jeff. Not a problem. You are, you are so in demand lately, from the NFL side to the NBA side, so kudos, Dr. Ryan.
1: Oh, man, it's nice to be appreciated, and it's good to, uh, to have the opportunity to go and, uh, and talk about these things. It's a lot of fun.
0: Absolutely. And follow him on Twitter at Austin ER doc. And by the way, he is an ER doc at the St. David's Medical Center and Austin Emergency Center. He's also with the backstage medical and concierge medicine practice. He's also on Instagram at Austin EM doc. You want to go there if you want some sweet photos of some sneakers and jersey collection. Dr. Ryan's not playing when it comes to that yeah. at all, at all. Uh, and well. Thank you, everybody, for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day for and available wherever you get podcasts. Let's go and dive into it now, Dr. Ryan. Overall thoughts, you know, Vassell had been in and out of games. He played only one of the last four games before the Spurs made the announcement. He played in about 20-ish minutes versus Brooklyn, scored 14 points. But, you know, he was just three games out, one game in. We thought that it was just that ricin treatment, you know, the rest ice compression thing, but, yeah, the Spurs opted and Vassell opted to get surgery. Your overall thoughts before we get into the nitty-gritty.
1: Well, I think that he's been kind of playing several games, and then I think it's, it's flaring up on him, maybe even swelling a little bit, and so then he has to sit for several games, and then it gets better and he comes back. We did the ricin treatment that we talked about, and they've been trying that now. Over the course of a couple of months since the season started. And it's just kind of, you know, a yo yo effect. So I think, given the trajectory of the season, uh, the way things are going um, right. for how it's going to end up, that it just becomes a, a smarter course of action to go ahead yeah. and do the arthroscopic surgery, mm-hmm. look and see what's going on internally in the knee, and just shut him down for a little bit. Because there's really no downside for the spurs right. to shutting him down for a while. Uh, do you think? it was wise for the Spurs and Vassell
0: to play in that Brooklyn game, knowing that that knee was bothering him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like with the, like we've talked about the way it's been, where just kind of soreness, a little bit of swelling, and it's coming and going. doesn't. And he's of course had imaging by this point, uh, an MRI looking for any kind of major uh, Mm -hmm. structural damage to the ACL, the PCL, the menisca, that kind of thing. And given that they don't see that, than it was just kind of ricin and managing and mm-hmm. you're gonna have flares. And so it was a reasonable thing to do to just see how the season goes because he knew at any point you can shut it down and go have the surgery and then mm-hmm. it is what it is. But there's no reason not to at least give it a shot because there wasn't anything structural that he was going to make worse by playing.
0: Right. And for those of you who do not know what ricin is, I'm gonna try it out again, Doctor. It's All right. ri- it's 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 rest, ice Compression, elevation, and non-steroidal drugs.
1: Did I get that right, Hot Dog Jeff? I am I am pumped. That was that was excellent. I, I believed in you, and you uh, you delivered on that one. That was perfect. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you. And by the way, those non-steroidal drugs, like your Tylenols, your Advils. So yeah, I, I got the I got the bonus question right. So oh, that's impressive. Well done. <laughs> but no, uh, you, you look at Facel. You know, he gave it a go. You know, Kelvin Johnson spoke about that, and he, uh, he told us uh, during their East Coast swing, Brooklyn, New York, that the team doctors of Vassell would not have given him the thumbs up to play against that Brooklyn, as he felt confident enough. And, and you know, he pretty did okay in that game, He's mentioned, 14 points in about 20 minutes, but it looks like it probably flared up again again. Uh, in your experience, what have people or athletes have told you about that type of injury that Vasil has? What does it feel
1: like? What do they describe? Well, I mean, we haven't really gotten a, a real diagnosis yet. It's just mm-hmm. it's been left knee soreness. Uh, once he has the arthroscopy, they will be able to actually have a diagnosis. Is there a small tear in one of the menisci? Is there just mm-hmm. debris that needed to go in and clean up? You know, was it just tendonitis? That kind of thing. Um, They've been managing it like it is a tendonitis, mm-hmm. you know, with, with just some intermittent swelling. So we won't know really until we, uh, until we have that definitive diagnosis from the arthroscopic surgery. Because mm-hmm. uh, people who have ACL, PCL injuries, they describe an instability. It's not even pain. Mm-hmm. It just feels, they always say it feels like my knee is going to give out. Because you don't have the ACL and PCL there for preventing the large bone of the thigh, the femur. And sliding mm-hmm. around on top of the large bone of the lower leg, the tibia. So it it feels to them like it's just about to just dislocate. Mm-hmm. Meniscal tears, on the other hand, are especially when the meniscus will, will kind of fold on itself. People describe that as a locking and a, an intense, sharp stabbing pain, usually on the mm-hmm. inside or the outside of the knee, depending on which meniscus is affected.
0: Right. Yeah. And you look at the cell and in, in, in what, know what they opted to go with was this kind of the worst case scenario for him in this situation
1: oh not not, i mean this isn't worst case at all because even popovich talking about him coming back by the all-star break that's only about five weeks away Mm -hmm. um a lot of times if it's pretty serious you're talking four to five months worst Mm -hmm. case scenario would be an acl tear where you're talking about a year Mm -hmm. you know nine months of being out completely Uh, that would have been worst case scenario, an ACL, a PCL, or even a torn meniscus uh, would have been extended time out. So I'm Mm -hmm. thinking this is just going to be what they call a cleanup where they go in and kind of smooth the edges um, and clean up debris in the knee that just comes from overuse Mm -hmm. uh, if he's going to be back within four or five weeks.
0: Now, when you say debris, what does that mean? Uh, What does it mean by having debris in the knee?
1: Pieces of the cartilage. Uh, maybe even pieces of a sac just just um, little little um, pieces of the tissues that make up the knee joint that being cartilage bone ligament tendon mm-hmm. uh, that can just be in there and causing inflammation every mm-hmm. few games that he plays so they go in there and just do some suction and smooth the edges of everything make sure there's no tears in the meniscus or the acl pcl and that mm-hmm. everything looks good structurally
0: all right, that's some like good information there. But we're not done talking with Dr. Ryan McCorkle right here on Locked On Spurs. When we get back, uh, just a few more th- overall thoughts, and then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. What can Devin Vassell, the doctors, what does Dr. Ryan expect to have during that procedure? What is that procedure specifically right here with Dr. Ryan McCorkle? Follow him on Twitter at er. But before we continue, I want to talk to you about, well, it's tax time. Yes, the dreaded time of the year, but you don't worry. As for TurboTax comes in, go to TurboTax. Don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress and taxes and filing. So you know what? They can do it. You don't. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Show your eye things that are not taxes. Exactly. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing. Sing. Not taxes, a lullaby. Exactly. Uh, hope that not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset with the TurboTax 100% guarantee, expert guarantee. That is, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Go to TurboTax. Don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax. Full-service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes is required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Dr. Ryan McCorkle. Follow him on Twitter. At Austin Er Doc, and he's here to talk about the Devin Vassell uh, injury/surgery uh, that uh, a lot of Spurs fans are talking about right now. As a matter of fact, the moment the news came out, everybody fans were already asking me, "When is Dr. Ryan coming back on?" Just like that, Doctor. How about that?
1: Oh man, that feels nice. I really appreciate the listeners, and uh, they've been interacting a lot on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, it's it's always fun to talk with them, and I, I, it's nice to be appreciated. Exactly.
0: Well, let's continue talking about the Devin Vassell injury surgery here. Just a few more of our thoughts before we get into what exactly can Vassell and the doctors uh, expect to do uh, this week. Uh, you mentioned the cleanup of the debris. You know, you, you describe what that is. I'm just curious. Is that something where uh, Vassell will be awake for? Uh, like how invasive
1: is it? Oh, no, he'll, he'll definitely be sedated. Usually for just an arthroscopy, it'll just be sedation, so Mm -hmm. it doesn't require you to be put on a ventilator, you know, or or to put down to breathe for you. That's called general anesthesia. Mm -hmm. This would just be what they call twilight anesthesia, where they give you a little bit of propofol or a little bit of versed fentanyl that um, give you amnesia, kind of like they do for a colonoscopy. A lot of our Mm -hmm. listeners are are over forty-five-year-old men like us, and they're ready for their first colonoscopy, and that that will be something familiar to them. You don't remember the procedure. You don't feel anything during it, but you can still breathe on your own, and mm-hmm. it wears off after. You know, it shouldn't take more than an hour or so. Right. Uh, y-
0: you mentioned in the first segment that Bob Popovich guessing that Vassell will be back around the All Star break, which is uh, about fe- mid February. Is that about
1: right? That, that that sounds about right. I mean that's a that's a pretty quick turnaround. That that would be if just what we talked about, the best case scenario. They go in there for the arthro arthroscopy and don't find any structural damage, then he could be back in four or five weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they find any kind of torn meniscus or anything like that, then I think we're talking about a much more extended timeout. And that, if if I were the Spurs fans, I'd be prepared for that because there is mm-hmm. no, there's no um, agenda for rushing him back given, mm-hmm. uh, given the way the season's going. So if there is anything that even might be structural, I imagine he'd be shut down for a little bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. I saw one of our one of your listeners put on Twitter the, the MRI of uh, Devin Bazel's knee and had a picture of yeah. Victor and yeah. inside the knee. Yeah. That was pretty clever.
0: There you go. That's the diagnosis right there. That, that's what Dr. <laughs> Ryan would probably uh, put in the paperwork for the Spurs if he was on staff. Here you go. Here's our MRI. Good job, Spurs. All kidding aside. <laughs> uh, but let's get into it. Okay, so what exactly is the procedure? What is going to go down? A, B, C, one, two, three, X, Y, Z, this, us, for us, doctor. Make it sound uh, as, as easy to digest. What can Devin Vassell expect?
1: Well, he'll, he'll go in. Uh, the, make sure he doesn't eat anything after midnight. They don't want anything in your stomach because even though you're not doing general anesthesia, when you do get sedated like that, they want to make sure you don't vomit and you can choke on your own vomit, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. first, thing, first thing first, nothing to eat after midnight on the day of surgery. Then he'll go in, they'll give him either propofol or versed fentanyl, probably propofol, it's what I prefer when I do um, procedures in the emergency department because mm-hmm. it's fast on, fast off. So you push it, they go right to sleep. You do the procedure and then uh, when you stop it, they wake up and they're good to go within about 30 minutes max. Mm-hmm. Back to your total baseline awake alert with no hangover, that kind of thing. So They'll give, push the propofol, he'll go to sleep, and then they'll put in uh, the scope. which So they'll make a small incision, usually three small incisions, that um, mm-hmm. just require one or two stitches each. And then they put the, the camera in uh, through the little port, and then you'll have a big television screen uh, that they're looking at. And this is where being a gamer <laughs> can be helpful mm-hmm. for surgeons, because they are looking at the screen while moving around their instruments and the uh the camera so when you're looking at that television screen when you move your right hand you know forward it goes backwards on the screen that kind of thing so you have to be able to kind of have that dexterity that comes from playing video games and that moving your hand one way makes it go the opposite way on the screen so it's pretty uh it can be a little disconcerting when you first do it you have to get used to it so they'll Mm -hmm. be looking at the screen they'll be in there with the camera in there with their instruments uh looking at all the ligaments tendons all those kind of things, and using suction or uh, any of the other little instruments to kind of take out any, like we talked about, debris, uh, or, you know, washing it out. You can inject saline through there if you need to wash anything out, and then suction to take the saline back Mm -hmm. out. Uh, Then they'll take the scope out, the instruments out, uh, just put those two or three little sutures. uh, Sometimes they even just use skin glue. Close it back up, put them into a knee immobilizer. He'll be awake probably 30 minutes after that. He'll go home probably an hour or so uh, after that after the procedure. And uh, they'll keep the knee completely immobilized probably for the first uh, day or so, and then have him start back with range of motion. And then we'll see what see what the see what they find. If they found any structural damage, if it was just a a look and a and a cleanup, uh, the look and cleanup would have him back in four to four to six weeks. Anything that they find structural, we're talking out for, for quite a while.
0: Yikes. So so perhaps that is the worst case scenario from the procedure. Yeah, if yeah from where to
1: we are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the pre-op diagnosis that does not include from an MRI an ACL, PCL, and meniscal tear, those are the worst case scenarios. We've already kind mm-hmm. of ruled those out with the MRI. So this worst case scenario is they found a little a little tear that couldn't be seen on the MRI that could put him out for, you know, four week, four months, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But most likely we're talking four to six weeks. Everything looks good. So
0: so, so once he's out, um, I'm sorry, awake and, and you know, you mentioned putting the, the knee immobilized, goes home, uh, you know, pain meds, all that good stuff, you know, uh, how how would they
1: manage his pain? Uh, it kind of depends on what his pain was like before because the arthroscopy, he's going to be sedated for what would be the painful part of it. Uh, coming out, you know, if they don't find anything major, he might mm-hmm. require a little bit of pain meds just for a couple of days. You may even want to, you know, stick with non-opiate pain medications. Can be managed with those NSAIDs you were talking about: naproxen, mm-hmm. uh, ibuprofen, tylenol, that kind of thing. Um, if you, there's intermediate ones, you know, a muscle relaxer like cyclobenzaprine, right. or even a, a low-level opiate like a like a tramadol kind of thing. Uh, probably stopping short of Percocet, Norco. Mm-hmm you know, those kind of things that so would be for more intense pain. So right. I, I would imagine he could even just do it with, with non after this, because mm-hmm. it's not a super extensive uh, surgery. Right. And, and I, I may
0: have misheard you, uh, but, but did you say it'll be about a 30 minute procedure? Did I hear that correctly? Uh, 30 minutes for him to come back out of the propofol. Oh, come so back. The out actual
1: procedure is probably okay. about an
0: hour. Okay. So an hour. Okay. Well, there you have it, everybody. Exactly what, uh, Devin Vassell and the Spurs, and you know, got a good look forward to this week. Uh, The Spurs did announce that the uh, scheduled surgery will happen in New York City on January 11th. So, just uh, well, this week. uh, Spurs fans are getting bad flashbacks about that, Dr. Kawhi Leonard, New York City.
1: So, (laughs) So, that's my only question about this. I'm wondering who's, I don't know who the surgeon is going to be and if it was one of the Spurs staff or some. You know why? Why it was going on in New York City and not back in San Antonio with one of the the Spurs local orthopedists?
0: But yeah, uh, you know the, sure the Spurs. That- yeah, the Spurs did announce exactly the name of the doctor in uh, NYC that's going to be handling it. Uh, I think it was like Dr. Haas, H A S S, I believe. Um, and like I said, it's scheduled
1: for January 11th. So. The <laughs> I'll have to look that up. I don't know if that's somebody that's uh, associated with the Spurs, or if or if that's somebody yeah. that, that I, I, else can't right. found independent. Yeah,
0: just a quick correction. I'm sorry. It was Dr. Riley J. Williams at uh, I guess a location titled HSS in New York on Wednesday, January 11th. So that must be the name of the, um, the surgery area where he's going to be uh, looked at. So yeah, I mean, so and then the Spurs did say that they will provide updates as appropriate, which means they'll be quiet for quite some time. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That's well, exactly I want to look that into that. Though, that that's the question I have that I don't have an answer to right now. I, mm-hmm. I, I would like to know why it's, why the surgery is happening in New York city. And is this one of a, a, a doctor that's associated with the Spurs or when that was picked by Devin um Right. Exactly.
0: Camp? Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, you know I mean, I, mean, I mean, I'm mean, mean. I i not trying to open old wounds here, but you know, Kawhi Leonard did opt for a New York-based doctor for a second opinion. So perhaps that's just kind of the players and the agents' word of mouth. Like, you know, you want to get the doctors from New York. I mean, it could be something like that. But I don't know. But, yeah, it is. I mean, that's what the Spurs said, so that's what we're telling you guys here. But all in all, hopefully uh, Devin Vassell will be okay, doctor. It looks like he might be all right.
1: Oh, yeah, he's going to be fine we would have known already if it was one of those major injuries we talked about. So he'll do well. Um, yeah. I, w- I do want to know <laughs> about that New York thing. I'm having those flashbacks with, with Kawhi <laughs> as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe this will hit the eject button. All right. So when we get back, uh, we're going to wrap up our chat with Dr. Ryan McCorkle right here on Locked off Person. once again, make sure to follow him on Twitter at Austin ER But before we do that, I want to talk to you about built bar. Look, are you looking for a delicious treat? But you don't want all the fat and calories? Then you gotta try a Built Bar. Look, we just got through the holidays. I know your goal, perhaps, is to eat a little healthier this year, or if you're like me, you just want to eat healthier. Period. But you don't want to compromise taste? Then we got something for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, you're gonna. You're going to love these. They're so delicious, you won't even think they're even good for you. They're perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. They come in unbelievably uh, great flavors such as churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut almond, and much, much more. Look, I don't know how Built does it, but they do. These Built Bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better that they are healthy, 130 calories, that's it four grams of sugar, that's it, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And you don't have to wait around to get a box anymore. For years, Built has been talking about ordering Built Bars uh, that you can at Bilt.com. Well, now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Clubs. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section. Grab yourself a box of Bilt Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs, Or if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in, grab yourself a 13-bar box with hit flavors such as brownie, batter, churro, and you can thank me later. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Dr. Ryan McCorkle. He is making his weekly visit right here on Locked On Spurs, and he just wrapped up talking about Devin Vassell and the surgery he has ahead and what his injury is about. If you want to chat with Dr. about that, again, follow him on Twitter at ER AustinERDoc. But, Doc, before I let you go, uh, this has been talked about around the sports world, not just the NFL world, and that is uh, that terrible scene that we happened with the Buffalo Bills' Damar Hamlin. Uh, he, you know, during the game, he collapsed. The game was postponed and now canceled. You've been making the rounds. You've been talking about this. Uh, for those Lockdown Spurs fans that are concerned about Hamlin, uh, What what is going on with him?
1: Well, uh, again, you know, it's kind of it's speculation until we get a, a real mm-hmm. diagnosis. But from everything that we've been able to Um, ascertained by by watching it and and what happened after. It looks like something called commotio cordo. And that is where you get impact to the chest wall in just the right moment during the electrical activity of the heart. And it throws you into an abnormal rhythm called ventricular fibrillation or ventricular tachycardia, where the heart is just quivering and it can't pump blood forward effectively. Uh, And so that's why you have a couple of steps while you're still getting blood flow to your brain, and then you're not getting blood flow to your brain anymore, and that's when you see him collapse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens a lot with direct impact to the chest. Not a lot, but it, it happens from direct impact to the chest, often by getting hit by like a baseball, a hockey puck, a, mm-hmm. a lacrosse ball. Those have been cases that have been reported of how it happens. Mm-hmm. But it, there's literally a hundredth of a second, a millisecond during the upstroke of the T wave it's a very technical term for Mm -hmm. a portion of the electrical circuit of the heart. It has to be hit immediately in that millisecond for it to Mm -hmm. be thrown into that ventricular fibrillation rhythm, which is what happened to him. And that's why he had to be shot. And this is why we keep automated external defibrillators or AEDs Mm -hmm. um, in all public places.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was, it was, it was just a scene
0: that just shocked everyone. I mean, sports fans and non-sports fans to see uh, uh, an athlete. You know, you think of athletes, doctor. You think that they're invincible, they're impervious, they're in you know perfect health, but they're just as you know they can succumb to these type of uh, injuries. We saw with Devin Vassell. Look at Devin Vassell, same thing. Twenty-year-old kid, you, you know, having to deal with surgery already. You have Hamlin, you mentioned got hit like at the right time at the right spot and went down. So I think that, that puts his perspective that these guys are just human, just like you and me.
1: That's exactly right. It gives a whole lot of perspective about this being bigger than just a game. um, And that these are are human beings with families and and lives outside of just entertaining fans. Mm -hmm. And maybe sometimes we forget that this is, this is was a good, a good reminder of that. Right. Um,
0: Uh, You know, know, and I know you don't want to speculate too much, you know, you're not in that room with the Hamlin, but you, you know, when you're experienced in dealing with these types of uh, situations, uh, how long does a person come out of that? And what does it take to, you know, just get back to 100 percent?
1: Yeah, well, commercial cordo, that is just a one in a billion bad luck to get hit in the chest, mm-hmm. in the right spot, during the right por- part of your heart's electrical activity. I mean, that's a one in a billion. So if everything came back, then, OK, he could possibly come back and play. Um, there's been speculation that he had to be shocked a second time on arrive, arrival to the hospital, which would might indicate something else beyond just commotio cordo. Uh, that may, you know, if he required like a defibrillator or something like that, then that could be an end of, end of a career. But we don't know those details yet. Um, so we're hoping that it was just a commotio cordo, and he's already got return of of neurologic function. He's off the ventilator, breathing on his own, talking. No signs of any permanent, what we call anoxic brain injury, where you didn't get uh-huh. blood flow to the brain, brain damage. Don't see any of that at all. So, the, so far, this is the best news we could possibly have, and it's it was wonderful to see. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess a, a little background, uh, first talking about Vassell, that, uh, you know, I went to medical school in San Antonio at, at UT Health uh-huh. Center, and it has one of the best orthopedic programs in the country. So... You know, I, that's why I was wondering why his knee surgery would be in New York because mm-hmm. um, because we have such great orthopedic programs and, and doctors there in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, I did my residency training in Buffalo, New York, um, at Erie County Medical Center in Buffalo General Hospital and uh, Women and Children's Hospital in Buffalo. And we worked with the Bills who we were on the sidelines for the games. It was mm-hmm. an incredible experience. And those Buffalo uh, doctors and their staff are also just incredible and i think you saw that with the the first responders yeah, mm-hmm. on the on the sideline they saved his life getting an automated external defibrillator and immediate bystander cpr and i think if our listeners take anything away from this that is number one learn to do cpr you can save a life and even more than that the automated external defibrillator ventricular fibrillation ventricular tachycardia are things where people have their sudden cardiac death they just drop and they die but those AEDs can make a difference in somebody not just, not just surviving, but going back to the way they were before. And mm-hmm. in medicine, that's just something that that's, you know, a unicorn for us. That's what you're looking for. It's not just to help people feel better or manage something. It's to be able to take them back to the life they were leading before and feeling good and feeling productive. And with an AED, you can shock somebody out of something that could have killed them and get them back to their normal life. And that's one of the most rewarding things you can do. So. You learn to use your AED, learn to do CPR. You've seen it with uh, with Damar Hamlin that, uh, mm-hmm. that you can save a lot.
0: Absolutely. Look at that doctor um, giving everybody the heads up and why it's important uh, to learn, as you mentioned, CPR and using those AEDs. I've I seen those. Those are basically, those. they're like stuck on the wall, those boxes, kind of like a fire extinguisher.
1: You know, they're like right That's near exactly there. exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they usually near yeah. a fire extinguisher. You uh-huh. put them on and they are, I, I hate to to use the term but it's what we say in the hospital they're idiot proof they actually it tells you it's got pictures on it and once you put the stickers on the two places where it tells you to put them on the mm-hmm. machine talks you through it it's not even you have to read something it will talk you through it it will say shockable rhythm press you know the button and it does it right. all on its own nice, so this is not nice. complicated people don't need to feel trepidation mm-hmm. about I mean literally just take it down tells you where to put the pads and it tells you what to do Awesome, awesome.
0: Good news right there and a good uh, PSA from Dr. Ryan McCorkle. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what are your thoughts about what the doctor had to say uh, with Vassell heading into surgery this week? Feel a little better about it? Uh, are you worried still? Uh, and uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, Hamlin situation? Uh, hopefully he is doing well. Once again, Dr. We thank you for hopping on Lockdown Spurs, but tell us what's going on in, on uh, your side of the uh back of the woods over there with backstage
1: oh yeah we're we are doing a ton of stuff of people that are uh listeners that follow me on twitter and instagram they can see i've been doing uh one of the functions i perform for my hospital is doing the media appearances so i've been on all the networks talking about not just the demar hamlin things but um, also you know covid blue triple dimmick kind of stuff um so you can see all those clips on instagram and twitter and uh Still doing the, the backstage medical uh, thing with several, several concerts coming up. And then just finished getting the schedule done for Austin FC and about to uh, waiting for the schedule to come out for UT football so we can get all the, the docs ready for that. And there's a there's a good segment on there, too, about what, what we do in the stadium to keep uh, all the people there safe uh, in light of the DeMar Hamlin uh, incident. So uh, people can check that out as well. Look at the, the doctor.
0: Look at that. Making his rounds. In the, in the emergency room and out of the emergency room. Yo, you're, you're, you're a one-man band.
1: Oh, I appreciate you, Jeff.
0: I appreciate you. <laughs> Anytime. But, hey, uh, we'd like to thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Second listen, check out Game to Game uh, NBA every moment every top performance every result locked on game to game covers every game from across the nba with local analysis that only locked on can deliver follow game to game on locked on nba available on the odyssey app youtube wherever every get podcasts as well as locked on spurs available on the odyssey app youtube the kens 5 plus app and many other platforms so for dr ryan mccorkle i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of locked on spurs Boom.